0: Last week on Gleeboot, we talked about the Surprise Regionals episode, original song, where they sang their own original songs that were kind of bops, but a little classist. And they knocked my headband, which is my favorite original song. They also sang Charlie Mouth. So that's what you missed on Gleeboot.
1: Great. Always oh, impressive.
0: Just got to pull my random <laughs> divergent memories in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. And bring them together. <laughs> <laughs> So, welcome to Glee Booth, the show where we get drunk and talk about rebooting Glee. I'm Cullen.
2: Alyssa. And I'm Hannah.
0: And we have another member of my clan. The Callahan (laughs) clan is here. Uh, Clan with a C. I just want to (laughs) justify that. Yeah. Time Timing. Timing is everything. (laughs) Read the (laughs) room. Read the room. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, my brother Connor is here with us today.
1: Woo. Welcome, Connor. Hello, hello.
0: Thank you for having me. This is an honor. Aw. Yeah, welcome to the wonderful world of Bluey podcasts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would say the one and only, but I don't know. Is it the one and only? No, yeah. there are others. We wish.
2: <laughs> We'd be really recording really <laughs> really that I market. mean, this is
0: the most popular
2: absolutely
1: uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it is. we are the number one according to one of our fan reviews we are the number one yep exactly yeah so oh, wow yeah um can never
1: trust the review of a fan
2: it's whoa. like trusting
1: a review that your mother gives you oh
2: yeah my mom yeah. my it, mom thinks it's, that, it's like,
1: great
0: it's like reading the comments <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I saw a meme today that was like, "Lord, give me the strength to not read the comments, and the wisdom to not read the comments, and the courage to not read the comments." <laughs> <laughs> what were the comments on the meme? I didn't read them. It inspired me. <laughs>
3: you had the you had the strength. The strength from that's, God. You just need to, like. That's one of those you take and like print out. Print out. Put it on your computer. Yep,
1: yeah, right at the top next to where the camera is.
3: Yeah, uh, right.
0: so it covers half, a quarter of your screen. <laughs> the important quarter. Yeah, so Connor, what is your relationship with the show Glee? Um, besides
3: being related to one of the hosts of the most popular Glee podcasts, <laughs> um, I, uh, I had. I mean, it was on when I was in college, so it was one of those, I had roommates and friends who would watch it, but it would just kind of be on in the background, and I didn't pay a ton of attention to it, Um, but then, like, I've listened to a couple episodes of the podcast, more specifically, one where my sister was on, Um, (laughs) but also, that was kind of like as I was getting pumped up for today, Um, but yeah, then... I had watched uh I watched this episode and I had, a while ago just been like when when you first started this had watched I think like the first episode first like couple episodes and was like okay this is this makes sense high, sc- high school drama like <laughs> they're following they're, they're following the standard high school drama tropes I get it like yeah but uh so that's kind of that but I mean
0: that's kind of my background with glee yeah Glee loves tropes,
1: oh, if you yeah. know anything about Glee. They do.
0: Love a good stereotype.
2: Yep.
3: Right? Which was like, I mean, and we'll get into it this episode, it was like,
0: very half assed tropes?
3: Like, <laughs> I, did everyone just take, like, did the writers just like, all right, 17, second season, like, we'll save up better tropes for later.
2: Yeah, this is yeah, like the like... lull before their finale, which I hope ramps up soon. The whole this episode. Was boring.
1: Yeah, the whole episode was half-assed. <laughs> Definitely.
0: Yeah, not even Goop could save it.
2: No, I even oh. think her performance. <laughs> I, I was, oh,
3: you took my. I was glad that I at least got to be on an episode with Goop Girl.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. She. Oh, uh, like... what
3: was? Oh, and who are my? I was Emma.
2: Oh yeah! Did you take the quizzes?
3: I'm looking for my results.
2: Oh my God. I did God, take amazing. the
3: quizzes. So I got, I, I should be dating Blaine. Um, Just like me, um, we should, should both be charming. dating Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight you for him. Um, <laughs> but wait, no. According to my question, I would not fight and then like talk to them after? Or was that my, but then, and then I got, I am Finn. Which uh, my partner Jenny disagrees with. Who did she say? It? She said I should be
2: Kurt. But Kurt. interesting. I can't see you. There in are Kurt. so <laughs> many Finns right? on this. A lot of our guests are Finns. It's crazy. Yeah. I guess we just I have mean, a lot of good-hearted people.
3: Uh, what? Yeah. What's the algorithm behind Finn? Like-
2: <laughs> right. Like how how do we get these results? I don't like. I don't understand how some people that have been on like, yeah, I got Finn. I'm like, I don't get it. Maybe it's just the good heart thing because otherwise Finn's kind of, I mean, everyone's loosey goosey with who they really Uh, are, but.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's a level of like, I feel like all of those quizzes are either designed to, we're going to placate the most amount of people, like either do no harm or let me. Cause everyone to say, it's not that. Mm. Like, that's not your character.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Well, people change so much. Like, could be Finn today, and next week, you'll be someone else. And then the week after that, you'll be someone else.
2: <laughs> and the same goes for the actual characters. One week, there's this <laughs> person. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, are you drinking anything today, Connor?
3: I am. I guess, uh, Similar to Caitlin, I have double fisting as well. Um, I have a kombucha, so I have billions of probiotics, with parents, which are red right on the on the thing. It's the boo, which I feel like has to be from California, right? Probably. It's kombucha. It sounds like it sounds like a sketch from uh, SNL. And then um, Lagunitas hop water. So I don't know if you've. At it but if you're like it's non alcoholic, but it's I mean, to some people, so it takes the worst part of beer the hops. Mm. Um, but I like hops, so like <laughs> it's it's like a LaCroix, like sparkling water, clear in a beer can or like in a beer bottle, but it's and it tastes hoppy, so you're like, I can drink this in public, and it's non alcoholic,
1: it's literally just hops.
3: Yeah, it's like hoppy water.
1: Oh, gross! <laughs> right,
3: exactly! <The> gro- <laughs> to, to a certain extent, it's the grossest thing. It is like, uh, it is the cilantro of, like, non-alcoholic <laughs> options.
2: Arguably, you're drinking, like, two things that a lot of people just, like, would find gross. Like, everyone I say, like, I know is like, oh, kombucha's gross. And I'm like, I like it. So you're really going out out there.
1: Hey, I like kombucha.
2: I None do too. Hops. Me either. Oh my god, Alyssa, we're the well, same.
3: <laughs> well, and it's it's a kombucha that doesn't have because some of them like have those pieces of scoby left in it. Yeah. So this one's pretty clean. Like that's always like when you get like a slippery supply a surprise when you're drinking the kombucha. You're like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was uncalled for. <laughs> Yeah, Alyssa made a, a daiquiri, right?
1: Yes. Why are you introducing my drink?
2: Oh, Segway. <laughs> I'm
3: training? Who, who, who had the pickle uh, pickleback last time? I had Sorry, the pickleback. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. No, I I actually yeah, I was uh, so as a weird runner thing. I do drink a lot of pickle juice. It's like good for cramping.
1: Oh really? So like,
3: yeah. If you like go for a long run, or you're like, I mean, especially in the heat, and you're looking for something to like kind of rejuvenate, versus just like Gatorade, like it's a good way to like keep your muscles from cramping.
1: Fascinating. Very Did not know that. This week, as probably Colin not with
3: said, Jameson. <laughs> yeah, probably
1: not. <laughs> probably not. I I made myself a daiquiri, um, and it, it's in like a like a full eight ounce glass. And I drank it all. It's gone.
2: Nice. Yeah. Well,
3: in eight ounce glass is that like what they give you in like grade school for orange juice, and you drink mm-hmm. it in a second?
1: <laughs> no, it's the bigger one. Is that a twelve ounce?
3: Uh, sixteen is like a pint,
0: I think.
1: Well, it's like a normal. You know, like you have the small glasses, and then you have the large glasses. Mm-hmm. It's the <laughs> large glass. <laughs> <laughs> Either
3: way, I'm picturing.
1: I'm picturing
2: hand motions, like Alyssa's doing, like, size motions, and I'm I like... I Uh-huh. I'm, I totally did! I'm, like, seeing this happen, and I'm like, yes, this is great. Pantomiming on a very visual medium. For
3: it's those of you media. listening on the radio...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Picture was, this. While large I was glasses. drinking it, it was fabulous. It has strawberries and a dash of coconut milk and a dash of maple syrup and rum.
2: You That's have been it. on a big maple syrup kick.
1: I love maple syrup. I can't do anything about it. It's my favorite thing. I think I, you're- I, I it, taste it. Some you're of making it a good... my finger. I licked it off my finger oh. and I like squealed in joy. That's how much I like maple syrup.
3: Have you read about the great maple syrup heist? Yes. Uh, Well, yeah, I was going to say if you love maple syrup, that's probably like. Oh my gosh! They they were supposed to make a movie about it, weren't they? Was it going to be Will Ferrell?
2: Oh, maybe. Well, we we had had a yeah, we had someone in one of our grad classes who wrote a a sitcom about it. Cullen was the star; he was the protagonist.
0: Oh yeah, I played the Canadian dad.
2: (laughs) It was so good.
0: Yeah, I'm drinking a High Noon, which is vodka and soda with a pineapple juice. Um, it I got it at the store on sale. I'm going to, it's Glee name is going to be the Tina Cohen Chang. Um, <laughs> because I think Tina would enjoy this drink.
3: If it's she,
1: good. I had some yesterday. Yeah.
3: It's- and she, in an episode where she actually gets... A little bit of screen time.
0: (laughs) I mean, this considers is like a little bit of screen time for Tina this week. (laughs) Unfortunately.
2: Uh, um, I'm having a rum and coke. It doesn't have a glee name yet, I don't think. Or it might, but I'd have to go back and listen.
1: I feel like you have this every other week. How can it not have a glee name?
2: I mostly come up with the, the glee names when I go to make the graphic. Unless Cullen names it. The only one Mm. that does actually have a name was the Jesse St. Jameson, which I almost made, but then decided not to. I don't know why. I just grabbed the rum instead of the Jameson. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So, are we ready to get into this uh, this crap episode?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was boring. (laughs) Let's do it. Just going to say it right up front.
0: So. Night of Neglect um, is some content. Yep.
2: Uh, <laughs> it happened.
0: It, it opens with some <laughs> math that we actually fact-checked.
1: Oh my gosh, I died! <laughs> when she writes on the board, what was it? Um, uh, What was it? 5,000 times 0. 0.25 equals 20,000.
2: 25,000. No! No, <laughs>
1: 25,000. He wrote twenty thousand. It was twenty thousand. He- that is not how math works, oh my people. God. <laughs> it was awful, it was just like, yeah, no.
3: <laughs> I was like, so where? I mean, I was thinking of lo- the logistics. Where is Nationals? Is it New York? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so ten people. Like, so New York is like five thousand, and then the the other club of five people. It's like. 250 to go to Detroit, which granted is like only two hours for them, but still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what opens the episode is they're trying to raise money for nationals, and Will wants to sell saltwater taffy. And as Brittany says, I love saltwater.
2: I. I literally could not get over the fact that, like, this was such, like, an old man plan, and no one was saying that. I was like, he literally I called fifty five year old man saying, we're going to sell saltwater taffy to the children. And I'm like, why is no one making fun of that?
1: Saltwater taffy is really good, but it, I also acknowledge that it is a very old person sort of thing. Yeah, yeah,
3: I yeah. that you might buy at like a vacation, like beach place, and be like, oh, I guess I'll spend like a like a it.
1: tourist store. Yeah, yeah. It-
3: and and you think about all the Halloween candy moms, like nobody would let their kid like buy saltwater taffy from another kid, right? Like since they're not sealed.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it just I don't I don't get it. Also, he literally was like, yeah, we did this back in the 80s. And I'm like, right, because that's going to what- work.
1: Yeah, what makes you think it's going to work now?
0: <laughs> and the kids are... Oh,
3: <laughs> Clearly, he doesn't understand inflation.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. But they were trying to sell them at 25 cents a piece. Is that Yeah, right. So,
3: I mean, so what did it happen in the episode before about what, ha- like, their money before and the whole who lost the money in
0: the Cayman Islands? Sue, the cheerleading coach, when she lost nationals or regionals, they gave all her money to the Glee Club, and then...
2: But she had already she hidden it.
0: In the Cayman Islands it, and offshore accounts.
2: And they can't, don't have access to it, I guess. Which, the funny thing is, I actually thought that was going to be part of the storyline this week. Right? I was like, oh, like, some of the old cheerleaders are going to be like, oh, we know how to get to these accounts because, you know, we know things about Sue, but no. Nothing happens.
1: They decided to do this
2: weird benefit instead. I'm like, cool. Okay.
1: So the the math that would actually work in this case is 20,000 times 0.25 equals 5,000. Not 5,000 times 0.25 equals 20,000. That that is not
2: math. (laughs) That is not math. I love that you guys are so focused on the math. I I just—I literally blanked out the numbers. I blanked out the numbers, and I was like, I don't see anything there. (laughs)
1: No, it's because I don't. It's because because I learned how to tip by doing like ten percent and five percent and fifteen percent and twenty percent. I know how it works for tipping.
2: That's crazy. I literally always just use my calculator. Yeah,
0: well, they, so they... And and clearly he should, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, there are a lot of, like, some of those kids are pretty smart. Like, I don't know. The brainiac should have been like, uh, Mr. Shu, you don't know how to do math.
1: Well, what I want to know is, like, how this got by so many people and actually onto the show...
2: Like I mean, did they write
1: it in the script, and then so many people read it in the script, and then they wrote it on the board, and how many times did they take that shot that he wrote it on the board I, multiple times? Like,
2: I how many
3: bet. I mean, I don't. It this? <laughs> I don't think this is the Starbucks cup cup at the Red Wedding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's, yeah. Well, I bet some props person had just wrote most of the thing. They're like, "Uh, what was it again? Uh, It was this. And then they put it up there, and then she was just supposed to write that number. So, like, I guess we have to blame props or set deck? I don't know.
0: We can blame Ryan Murphy. He handwrote that equation. Yeah, himself. that's
1: his oh handwriting. <laughs> I mean,
0: that's
3: a, that's a great place for the blame to fall, right?
1: Even if this went to post, like, they could have fixed it there. It wouldn't have been that hard. <laughs>
2: True. I know. There you go. There are, like, so many solutions, but, I like, that's how little Glee cares about a lot of things. <laughs> They're like, we Continuity. don't care.
0: Fact check. No We're literally that
2: real. meme about gays who can't do math. Like, we don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I'm not even that good at math. <laughs> so,
0: the math is wrong, okay?
3: <laughs> right. I'm not even that good
2: at math, and I know that's wrong.
0: <laughs> so, they
3: lost all the non-math people in the episode. Like, in the first two minutes.
0: The rest is trash.
2: You do not even know math. Oh, my God.
0: so uh they are talking about trying to like that they're not going to sell enough taffy because no one likes them and then mike is like i can't sit here and listen to this um and he gets up and he's like you guys complain about being ignored all the time but you guys ignore us we were just on tv in the regionals for the brainiacs competition and now we went our way to detroit and the school isn't giving us any money to go And Sam is like, you're on TV? Why didn't you tell us? And they're like, we did. And it turns out Mike, Tina, Artie, and Brittany are in the Brainiacs. And they want money to go to Detroit for nationals. And they don't want their parents to pay for it because it's a school club. Yeah. Um, And Shu Shu is like, I can see Mike and Tina and Artie, but Brittany? (laughs) And we just need to unpack this because is it Finn who's like, is it because two of them are Asian and already wears glasses?
2: No, I think it was yeah, Puck. Yeah, that
0: was,
3: was, was
2: Puck. <laughs> yeah. Um. So.
3: Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> unpack- like. I mean, this is twenty eleven.
2: So. Um, <laughs> Doesn't make it right. Um. So fun fact: I was also on like an academic decathlon team, and I was on TV, so I really felt very connected to these characters. This episode, I felt for their struggle. Uh. Did not understand why Shu wanted to take it upon himself. But also, I literally could not believe that he was like, Brittany? I don't get it. And he's literally in front of everyone, basically saying, I, as a teacher, think that she is an idiot. (laughs) At least one of the students, who's like one of the most problematic students, literally was like, oh, is it because... You think that Asians should be on trivia things, and like, at least he was like pointing out what was like another horrible obviousness about that. But oh boy! But
3: then the teacher playing into the stereotype is like,
1: eh, maybe you
3: shouldn't be. With, maybe you shouldn't be dealing with you.
1: I don't know why they decided to put Brittany on the team. They built up her idiocy since day one. And then just decide to turn it on her on they, its head. Like
2: they needed a they needed not, a a body, and they just they yeah. lucked out that she knew about cat diseases.
0: Because Lord Tummington,
1: which we haven't really been say, introduced.
0: Has she had a cat before. She has a cat later in the series, but yeah. I don't but think.
1: that's not it. Doesn't count. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Well, uh- <laughs> that's what doesn't make sense. Is like I understand about this Lord Tummington thing, but like she's briefly said stuff about her cat. But that's kind of it. Like, they really just, like, drop us into, like, yeah, she was our secret weapon. Well, how was she your secret weapon? Did you Category? know all the categories ahead yeah. of time? You don't. You, that never happens.
1: The categories are really random and weird. Are the categories actually like that, Hannah? They're not, right?
2: Uh, no, it'll mostly be just be like, this is pop culture. This is, like, a 90s sports question. It's very uh, more general. But that was, like they just lucked like out trivial
3: pursuit.
2: yeah it's exactly kind of like a trivial pursuit kind of thing where like it's just a general category and they give you like a facet question but like it just doesn't make sense because they didn't know the categories ahead of time but they're like yeah Brittany will be good enough also they they bribed her with dots dots is a disgusting candy i'm sorry <laughs>
3: Has she shown in the past like an affinity for candy or? No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, that, that was no. just this episode. That's them See literally saying she's so
2: stupid, she'll go on TV for candy. Like, <laughs> in the worst. Gross movie. candy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: They could only <laughs> get the she's rights to Taffy. dots.
2: What? Like, I think a 75 year old woman wrote this episode. She's like, I love salt, water Taffy, and Dots.
3: Oh, Dots.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's what was, was happening. It- <laughs>
3: Well, in so w- they're on TV. Was it like the Channel 11, like local actors? Yeah, probably because
2: yeah. that's what ours was on. I'm assuming it also looked like a 70s game show, and I was uncomfortable. <laughs> it was so weird. Oh.
3: Well, I mean, <laughs> these kids never leave the school, so of course they didn't have time to watch it.
1: Why was it in New York? What? It was in New there- York, right? No. no. That was no, the
2: they. Regionals. No, the, the the are you talking about the thing that was on TV? The Decathlon. Yes. No, that was just local access
1: TV kind of. Why thing. did they need? <laughs> they needed money to go to Detroit. Okay, so was like the Detroit. Yeah. They're which is no, they're going to Detroit. Yeah,
2: for like Leima. a a big one. What?
3: Yeah, yeah, they're they're national. Oh decathlon. right, okay, okay,
1: okay. I was getting their local thing confused with yeah what hasn't happened yet which is in the future
2: right which also is very confusing and I understand why you're confused because I am also confused yeah
1: Yeah, it was (laughs) just I don't know it's just like a big mush of question mark
2: basically all I have to say is Rod Remington is in places and doing things where he shouldn't be ever he just he goes too many places and involved in too many things that it just doesn't make sense
0: too many fingers and too many pies.
2: Gross. Ew. Because his fingers and a lot Lots of pies. of pie fingers. In a lot of gross ways. He once hooked <laughs> up with Freddie Mercury. He said that.
0: Oh. <laughs> An insult to a legend. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So Holly Holiday, Gwyneth Paltrow. Who do we wonder if she remembers that she was in this episode?
2: Probably, Probably. <laughs> oh, if we God. asked her, like, hey, remember when you were One Glee? She was like, Glee? I don't know what that is. And then her <laughs> husband's like, I wrote the show. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was there for a couple of weeks. Why?
3: <laughs> it's like, this is why I did the mushrooms episode of Goop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I had to forget this.
2: Uh,
0: uh, um, so she gives Will the idea. To do a Night of Neglect where they sing, like, a benefit concert where they sing songs by neglected artists.
1: Okay, question. Is
0: this
1: (laughs) ever a thing? Has anyone ever heard of a Night of Neglect as a benefit ever? No.
3: No, that was my next, like, how, how do we quantify a neglected artist? Like, one hit wonder. Like, they never, they just never had, like... Sold as many albums as they could. Well, they, what
2: we, well, it obviously can't be. Out. Out. It can't be anything quantifiable because they use Aretha Franklin, and she's like one of the best-selling artists of all time. That doesn't it's make ridiculous. any sense. It's so,
1: episode it makes no sense.
0: A neglected artist is Carly Rae <laughs> Jepsen.
2: <laughs> I will second that. I actually agree with that because um, Colin has actually gotten me around to listening to her music. So yeah, I no longer yeah. neglect. No, her. I can.
3: I could see, like, maybe shunned by the top 40 for a period of time might be the only way to, like, quantify that.
2: I have a question. But no,
3: no, I don't
0: think this is the thing.
2: Are we talking about the Sue plot, like, separately, or are we lumping it together?
0: I'm just going to talk about the Sue plot after uh, we talk about Sunshine Corazon.
2: Okay, so okay, so then I'll just say this part then. Uh, so while they're having like the, him and uh, Holly Holiday are having their little date at his house, I don't like the mood lighting that's happening. I don't like any of it. But the thing I hated the most was his hot pizza bit where he bit oh into the pizza was like, oh, hot. And I'm like, the pizza I was want cold. you to choke on that pizza. I hate you. That was so bad. <laughs> that acting was so bad. Also so unnecessary. Just bite into your fucking pizza and enjoy it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>
3: In in that pizza, I can, that was in my notes. Like that pizza looked fake or cold. Like it was yeah, not- it
2: was like if it was hot, there would be like goopy cheese. There wasn't goopy cheese goop. Yeah, <laughs> goop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't even plan that. But also, also you were saying like. I thought you were going to say, like, that pizza, like, was fake. I thought you were going to say that pizza was bad at acting for some reason. And I was going to (laughs) agree with you. It was bad at looking hot. How dare it.
3: In like, way too small. Like, it was like a Jack's frozen pizza for two people. Like, no wonder she left you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, (laughs) Well, like, in the last time, one of the last times she appeared... Would she talk about him having good beer. And it was like, Dos
2: <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it was like, he's got the best frozen pizza from Walmart.
3: Yeah, let's sit on a pillow and eat it holding hands.
2: Yeah, why are they sitting on a pillow? He has a dining room, doesn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: He also has like a kitchenette table. Like he has so many other spaces. I don't understand.
0: So yeah, they're on a date and she's all like you're uh, like she's been gone and he's not used to having a woman who's not begging to spend more time with him. Gross. Oh my god.
2: (laughs) And she's like I'm a Rolling Stone. I'm a sub. Which she says seven times this episode. That could be a drinking game in and of itself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well and anyone who's known a substitute teacher knows they're not like a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: I hope there is a substitute out I'm there. The who
3: <laughs> I'm the sub. <laughs> I'm here to teach math and better than will.
2: <laughs> she is better at uh, teaching Spanish. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Um... Well, in, so, I mean, honestly, he's like the aggressor in every
0: relationship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Somewhere. aggressor in every situation.
2: <laughs> yeah. He just does things without anyone's consent and we're like, why?
0: Rocky Horror yeah. episode. Oh,
2: oh, I will be mentioning no, that no, later. No. I will be mentioning that later.
0: Yeah. So, so, so they decide to do a night of
2: neglect. and Whatever uh, that means. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the
3: pizza could have come up with a better decision after that day. <laughs>
2: If they give the pizza more speaking lines.
0: (laughs) So then they're talking about uh, which artists they're going to do. The the teens are Um, Tina's doing what what would,
3: and this is what would your favorite, I guess. So we pick Carly Rae. What would your favorite neglected artist be? Like who would of your favorite, like who would you do?
1: Good lord. I probably wow. don't even know any neglected artists.
0: No, I consider, you like Walk the Moon a lot.
1: They're and I neglected?
0: Think, I don't think they're super neglected, mm-hmm. but they're neglected enough.
1: Well, how do you know?
2: But I Shun think they're... The I think, actually, probably, like, 2012, 2013 would have been a great time to do Walk the Moon because they weren't, like, as popular as they are now because I didn't hear about them until I was, like, a freshman in college, so that would have been 2012, 2013, so that actually might have been a good spot, and they had already been doing music by then, like, a lot of music.
1: All right. I have an artist that probably none of you have ever heard of.
2: Okay. Jamil. No, I've never yeah. heard of that person.
1: Yeah, he's got good music. J A H N E E L. Okay, I'm pretty cool. sure that's how you spell it.
2: All right, so that's one to consider for the Glee Boot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, I don't know.
0: Super um, Fruit.
2: Oh, well, yeah, like now, because they're, well, I don't know. Cause they also are, like are in pentatonic, so like a lot of people do know about them. But I guess like that's like quantifying like what it, what do we consider neglected?
3: Well, we can't quantify it because Glee. Would... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess what would be yeah. your artist, and then what would be on Glee?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, like what
2: would our instructor be telling the characters? Like this is how we're going to quantify it. I think it would need to be someone who is someone who's been around for a little while, but, like, people just don't really know about, or... Yeah, because I kind of... I like kind of, like, Alyssa's ideas, like, someone that, like, we didn't know about. So we'd be bringing them to the spotlight. Because that's kind of what they end up talking about throughout the rest of the episode is, like, this person needs to be more in the spotlight kind of thing.
1: See, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, mm-hmm. am I gonna, like, hear some songs that are really good that I've never heard before that probably should be on the radio and aren't or, right. or what.
0: Yeah. Um, who Who's the artist that Tina decides to
2: sing again? What
0: was her name? I'm pulling it up. Uh, oh, I
2: don't remember. I also don't remember.
1: It's
0: it. The song is Rivers and it is sung by I'm going to find it. Uh,
3: is this well i guess does, does glee have a spotify channel that you can just like easily i'm sure there's glee tribute
0: mm-hmm. but i'm on their wikipedia page it's called i follow rivers by swedish recording artist likey lee
2: i've never heard of that person yeah yeah um so I get, yeah, because like Will literally, like, it's a loose definition because someone's like, well, what does that mean? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Someone you think hasn't been given enough attention. And it's like, that's super fucking subjective.
3: My girlfriend came up with it on a bad pizza (laughs) day.
2: The pizza was really hot. It burned my mouth.
1: You know what would have been cool if they had actually, like, written this episode with the intention of for real getting artists that are not um, well-known yeah. out to the world. So, like, like had people compete. Like, you know, they had this, I don't know, the weird... The Glee Project? Uh, yes, like, the Glee Project. They like, had the Glee Project for people who wanted to be on the show. They could have done something for uh, songwriters and performers mm-hmm. who wanted their work showcased. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, the... I guess the idea, like the perfect example, like, uh, is it Sugar, like Rodriguez, uh, Sugarman, the guy who was like, po- not popular here, but huge in South Africa.
1: Mm.
3: I feel like that's like, I mean, in my mind, wouldn't have neglected, like, forgot about, but like huge in other places.
2: Yeah, no, like that, again, like that's like another <laughs> a normal interpretation like that's, <laughs> Oh, I forgot.
3: Put put my glee hat on. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, put your glee hat on and forget logic. Yeah, like that's like the biggest flaw of this whole storyline is that like there's no set
3: uh I guess it's night of neglect. I guess we neglect to invite people, neglect to come up with good songs. Yeah. Neglect <laughs> neglect to write a script. Correct.
2: <laughs> like, Correct. Like they literally were like they wrote they wrote episodes 18 through the end of the season. They're like, fuck guys, we forgot to write number 17. And like, they just (laughs)
1: neglected to write it. Exactly. We
2: (laughs) neglected. It's like, well, someone came up with a stupid title and now we got to figure out a story for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so Tina's going to sing. I follow rivers, uh, by Lucky Lee. Um, Mike is gonna, he's going to dance and not have his moves distracted by their singing. Um, Mercedes is going to sing Aretha Franklin,
2: the most neglected artist of them all. <laughs> well, though, like, what was her reasoning saying that she was neglected? Like, I don't even remember.
0: She sang Aretha at her audition, and they haven't done her since. That's okay.
1: She's,
2: she's Again, neglected another by the that's all like right. another very loose interpretation of neglect. Like, essentially, it's like they neglected to let Mercedes sing, which is another sort of undercurrent. But that's not what the purpose. Of the theme was right. I just it doesn't make yeah. any sense.
1: Well, that's not we. That's not what we thought the purpose of the theme was. But this that's is how she all interpreted it.
2: <laughs> yep. Well, Rachel
0: is gonna sing "My Heart Will Go On" by Celine Dion, oh
2: which is the most overplayed song ever.
0: <laughs> and Mike does this thing where he's like, er, like he does a little hand motion, and is like, "What are what are you doing?" And Tina is like, "That's the most." iconic song and she's like the neglected artist is me
2: (laughs) Rachel was so so gross this episode I did not like hearing her like selfishness come out I like I was like I thought you were over this you sang that that song about how you want to get it right and then now you don't care what
0: (laughs) it's like they don't keep track of character development from episode to episode
2: What? what oh my god So new for
0: me. So then Sunshine Corazon shows up, who Rachel sent to a crack house.
2: Um, (laughs) But it wasn't an active crack house. Yeah, it has literally been 16 episodes since we've seen her.
0: Because Sunshine Corazon was on the opposing team of the Brainiacs.
2: Yeah, Um, which was, I guess, like, good for her that she has time to do multiple activities.
0: Yeah, Um, and she is like, I wanted to volunteer to sing at your benefit. Um, I really like what you're doing, and I would sing a song about being neglected all by myself. Another iconic overpaid song. song.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I can think of like six movies in which it appears, probably. The benefit,
3: which had the benefit been like made up within two hours that she just shows up and is like, I'll be in it. Basically.
2: The other thing that she says is also like I'm like the best singer and I it's so alone at the top. And so like, I was like, wow, being in vocal Adrenaline really uh, went to her head very quickly. But then I was well, like, I mean, wait, it's been 16 episodes. It's been like six months, probably.
1: Yeah. She, she essentially said the same exact thing as Rachel. Like the, yeah. the one who's neglected is me. Yeah, yeah. I
2: was like, wow, this is crazy
0: yeah so she sings all by myself we get to see more of her arm dancing Mm -hmm. it was greatly missed (laughs) and uh, I think there's some shots of Rachel looking longingly at Finn and Quinn
2: yeah
0: Um, yeah that
3: was playing throughout the throughout the episode
0: yeah Um, and so Sunshine is like I'll bring my 600 Twitter followers to the event
2: everyone's yeah, like that's wow, how it works. so many twitter followers
3: <laughs> we are definitely all in the central ohio area
1: do they even have 600 seats in that auditorium that's what i want to know
2: great question
3: well no clearly nobody has parents since they they can't even sell Yeah, it their parents there.
2: don't even want to come.
1: <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, where were Burton Carol
1: they totally
0: would have been there. Yeah, they're yeah. like they already sang at my wedding. I don't need more <laughs> <yeah>.
2: <laughs> Kurt and Blaine were the substitutes substitutes uh for uh Carolyn Burt because we can only have so many members of the the Hudson uh what's The Kurt, Hudson name? Hummel. Hummel. Yeah, the Hudson Hummel family.
0: Yeah, so when you when at one point, because you said substitute, this made me think Holly at one point is like. I'm a sub and for a second my brain went to as opposed to a dom so I'm like what does this <laughs> have to do with anything
2: <laughs> oh my uh, god I mean, during the pizza scene
0: <laughs> during the
3: pizza <laughs> scene yeah. Mr. Assertive Will over there is definitely a dom
2: <laughs> too oh, hot uncomfy. pizza too hot <laughs> oh uncomfy
0: baby likes his no. soup
2: No. Trigger. Stop it.
1: Trigger. What's wrong with you?
3: Watch me clean this bean
0: or grape.
2: Oh, (laughs) oh, oh, I don't, (laughs) we have to talk about that too. Oh no.
0: Yeah. We'll get to the will. I kept the will. Holly, Emma love triangle as its own little storyline. Cool. Okay, perfect. I'm not looking forward to that. Me.
2: Yeah. We can skip it if you guys want. <laughs> no.
0: well, we gotta go into it.
2: Our listeners for depend on us. For
3: the number one fan.
2: <laughs> the, number, for Beth. the number one <laughs> do it for her. For Beth. Beth.
1: Beth. <laughs> do you hear that, Beth? She's gonna be like, Why isn't she calling me mom? Oh my gosh. Beth is my
2: mother.
0: <laughs> also Quinn's baby. <laughs>
2: True. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Alyssa's mom was (laughs) named after (laughs) (laughs) Quinn's (laughs) baby.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah,
0: so so Sue puts together in order to stop the night of neglect and destroy the Glee Club, she puts together uh, League of Doom.
2: Or is it Legion.
0: I can't remember. (laughs) I don't
2: either. But that whole bit, like, by the end, I was like, I don't know, Terry. What was it? I wasn't listening.
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no.
0: With uh, Terry, she calls her a shrew, which love bringing that back from Shakespeare. Thanks. (laughs) Um, uh, She has Terry. She has pedophile Sandy Ryerson, (sighs) who's still out in the school building.
1: Why? Why?
0: Why?
1: Why do they keep bringing him back? It's not funny.
2: Yeah, no, he's not funny. He's just gross. Also, uh, <laughs> this is kind of a little spoiler for uh, the MVP LVP, but uh, did not like the fact that he self-identifies as a predatory gay. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, That was sad. Let's,
3: let's add that. And I mean, think, like, was never good, but even in, like, which highlights, uh, this was on Fox, and they already brought up, like, weird hippies and vaccine stuff and like (laughs) earlier in the episode which i had in my notes but uh then to have that line it was like oh let's bring another stereotype that's really tears people down
2: yeah glee loves to both reinforce and break down stereotypes at the same time which i don't find effective really ever like they poke fun at it at it and it's like, oh yeah, Sandy Ryerson, he's such a hoot. He's so gross, but also he's funny. It's like, is he? Is he funny? I don't mm, think he is. No. I don't like his sweaters tied around his neck like that.
0: No, yeah.
2: That's just one of the things I don't like.
0: Let's just leave yeah. it there.
2: <laughs> All right, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. who else Dustin, is there?
0: Dustin Goolsby, the coach of vocal Dustin Sperm Town Goolsby? Yeah. Uh, coach of vocal adrenaline. Um, he was who will later go on to play Hades in a Disney Channel original movie. I just want everyone to know that. Wow, oh, oh, so fun! Hey, <laughs> Thank
2: the Descendants movie. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't. I don't know how I even know that title, but yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's a good casting choice. I think that's good. I sure. can read it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: wow! Was he bad? Yeah, well, was it not? Colin free? has actually seen all of the.
0: I haven't seen the third one
2: yet. Oh,
1: there's okay. a third one.
0: There's a third one. It's a well, trilogy. A, you know,
2: there was a third Cheetah Girls movie that I refused to watch. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs>
0: You draw the line. It, it, I draw the line. It, it, also,
2: uh, I don't remember the actress's name because I'm terrible. But uh, no. the one Cheetah Girl, she's begging on her Instagram bio to, for everyone to watch <laughs> Cheetah Girls on Disney Plus because she needs the royalties. So help her out. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, it's it's like the Matrix. It's a bummer that they didn't make any sequels.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Exactly.
2: Yeah, The Matrix. What a great standalone film. Single movie. No sequel.
1: Well, I'm I'm going on the record here begging the film industry to to figure out some regulations so that I can have more work.
2: Okay. True. More limited silence for Alyssa. Thank you.
1: (laughs) And for everyone else who's out of work.
2: Yes. Including
1: Miss Cheetah Girl. Yeah.
3: Regulations on the rona not making sequels of movies they
2: shouldn't that too yes yeah (laughs) Alyssa wants work but not that bad (laughs) (laughs) uh anyway
0: uh so where where were we legion of doom (laughs) legion of doom legion so she puts together legion of doom to destroy the glee club and will schuster and terry's like i don't hate will and she's like but you do hate the glee club and she's like true um, so she gives them all assignments, and they form a heckler's club involving Asimo, uh, Becky Jackson, and I'm blocking out his name. Jacob uh, and Israel. Jacob and Israel. Oh.
3: Let's take all the minori- like <laughs> minorities and make them heckle, and make them bad guys.
1: Evil.
2: Yeah. I also, um, I saw, I think his name is something Sussman uh, Jacob and Israel's actor. I saw his name pop up on the screen and screamed. I was like, no! I don't want to <laughs> see him! And then there he was.
1: Yep. Okay, I'm just going to come out and say it. And feel free to screw with me. Sue's getting old. Like, I don't... Find her attempts to get rid of Blee Club funny anymore? It's just kind of boring.
2: So I thought you meant like aging wise. For a second, and I was like, yeah, I know. Okay. I was like, wait, it's, okay. it's
1: coming out of my mouth, and I better clarify. No, yeah, I didn't.
2: I don't find these attempts. I didn't find it clever or funny at all. It actually kind of seems sad.
1: It's yeah. It's like it's almost it's old hat. Because she isn't evolving enough, mm-hmm. she becomes, like, less of a good character. Yeah.
3: it's And it's one of those, I feel like, Jane Lynch, if given the reins, has so much more range and ability to be funny. Yeah. But they're mm-hmm. just like, here's this box, Stay in it.
1: Yep. And she can still be, like, I don't know, like, the quote-unquote bad guy. The antagonist. But she there's she isn't, mm, there's nothing new. It's all yeah. the same. I kind I of mean,
3: counterworld is will the bad guy our glee boat,
1: yes, <laughs> also in
2: glee, he's a bad guy,
1: <laughs> yeah, but they don't want us to think that
2: oh yeah, they they remind us of the opposite many a time. I think honestly that like I kind of want to see a long con from Sue where she like. Pretends to do something, and then it ends up turning out to be like this big ass plot. But her cons never last that long. It's always just episode to episode, just like it's kind of like Wiley e. Coyote. Like that's true. Those yeah. are those can still be funny.
3: <laughs> do you think they? Because that would be. It's one of those with the writing style. It could be a long con, and they could change it at any point, right? Yeah. Like if they want to change it, like the in the past history of the show it changes pretty quickly so yeah
0: i just think we are just gonna need to buckle in because there's six seasons of glee baby and not a lot of. The she's person.
1: not gonna change it all over six seasons like if, if we're not gonna get anything new from sue i don't know
0: maybe a new tracksuit maybe new tracksuits yeah
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> Alyssa's like, hmm, exciting. Why did
1: I agree to this podcast again? <laughs> uh, that's
2: going to be your new, uh, <laughs> your new, your new, uh, obsession. It's like, Sue wasn't <laughs> funny at all. She did the same exact thing she did in episode 17. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, so she puts you to the hecklers club, um, and now it's time for the night of neglect. Kurt and Blaine show up to come see, and Kurt is showing Blaine around his high school. And it's Blaine's like, Oh, you missed them. And he's like, Yeah. And then Kuroski shows up and is like, Hey, I heard you guys were here spreading your fairy dust everywhere. And I just had to be here and be mad.
2: Yeah, um, that was really weird. Like,.
3: Because I met school after hours. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) I was down
2: working out and someone told me you were here. And it's like, okay, why are you, like, what is the point? There's no one
1: even there to, like, see him acting out. And I feel like that's the whole reason he acts out is so that people don't get the wrong idea. Exactly. Uh, And there's no one there. So what's, what, Why?
3: Because undertones is he is he well I guess it would be a spoiler is he gay as well? Yeah, yeah. It's
2: not a spoiler. yeah we found that out what, a like few a, episodes ago. The second episode oh, of the yeah. season, third episode, sixth episode. I don't know. It was yeah. super early.
0: Yes, yeah. I think it was six. Yeah, because um, he yeah. kisses Kurt, and so Kurt and Blaine both know, and they're like, "We know what's going on. Um, could you stop? Because
3: um, then... <laughs> <Could you laughs> there's no what? one should do this for." <laughs>
0: Yeah. And then Santana shows up and is like, hey, are you bothering these people? I'm from Lima Heights adjacent.
1: I have razor blades in my hair.
2: (laughs)
0: Just hidden everywhere.
1: I really, she at one point puts her hand up near her face to brush some hair back. And I really wanted her to pull a razor blade out of her hair. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I was waiting for it. It didn't happen.
2: It was really odd. I didn't understand why... Like, I understood, like, like I saw Santana in the background. I don't know why she was just so nice to them. I Like, what what was going on there?
0: Planting seeds for further Santana storylines.
3: I was going to say, because, like, this did nothing to drive the plot of the episode, no. right? Yeah. Well, the I plot, mean, in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the loosely driven vehicle. Um, but, like, it was just, like... Was it to remind us that, like, there's this tension? Or just so they could throw that zinger of a line fairy dust? Like...
2: I... I just don't know what was... Like, why Santana was nice. Like, I, under- I can understand her, like, wanting to jump in to, like, bust up like bust that little fight that was about to happen. I guess. But she was, like, like really nice to Blaine and Kurt when like normally she's just like kind of rude to everyone it just didn't make any sense
1: yeah
3: and it like I mean combined with the like I mean well I guess we'll get to the end but the, the white woman saviorism piece that they were like that was present in this episode yeah of like that and then like, letting Mercedes sing seemed like okay, like so it's because Santana's like she kind of means like the rest of the episodes, yeah,
2: yeah. She's and she's never really been that nice to Kurt either. Like, she usually she just makes like, a makes lot of gay jokes. yeah, and I'm actually surprised that that like didn't happen. That she wasn't like, I don't know, it just didn't like. I understand, like, obviously, it's sowing seeds, but. It just really took me out of it, because I was like, we've never really... I was like, have Kurt and Santana ever had a conversation that wasn't just, like, kind of sassy to each other? I don't know.
1: Well, I feel like she could have stepped in, like, to make fun of people, and then it got turned around. So that she would, like, actually have been... How do I put this? So, like, if she stepped in to make fun of Kurt and Blaine while Karofsky was there, and then Karofsky said something to piss her off, yeah. she could very quickly change sides and get rid of him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be much more uh, current to what we know her character
2: to be. Even if, like, she wasn't even doing it to be mean, if she was just being a bit more chummy with them, but still kind of had that same... I guess rapport with them of like making, and then like Karafsky shows up. Like I guess that kind of would have made more sense.
3: I mean, at this point, have we might have put more thought into her character development than the writers?
1: Quite literally, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was I was actually thinking about this. I was wondering if like our discussions about what we would make happen in this scene. In any way, near the discussions of what the writers actually had.
2: I, like, I really just think they're like, okay, we need to plant this seed with Santana to like hear kind of a bit about Krofsky because that maybe that'll come into play. Or like, we need to plant that Santana's going to be really nice to Kurt and Bling because maybe they're going to become friends or something. Like, they're planting something and they're like, we just need these four people in a scene, do it. And that's what happened.
1: Uh.
3: Especially because they were writing it after they had already written eighteen. <laughs> yeah, they
2: yeah. were. They had. They they were in season three already writing it. They were like, oh, "Shit, shit. <laughs> this episode is due next week."
0: <laughs> yeah. So the uh, Sunshine Corazon is pulled from the night of neglect by her coach.
2: Well, neither... we don't know that yet. She just, she just...
0: cancels.
1: Yeah, her. she doesn't
2: Santana show up. Santana does yeah. it. She breaks the news.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so none of her six hundred followers are there. Surprise. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they s- didn't have rides.
1: <laughs> they didn't
3: have rides. They didn't have parents.
2: <laughs> no one has parents.
0: Yeah,
3: no one has They're parents.
2: Uh,
1: Wait, this
0: isn't Disney, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: it is
1: so, now. Disney Oh no, boy.
0: Um Yeah, where's Judy Fabre who cures her own meats?
2: Yeah, she loves go she she was all about, oh, did I miss any other performances? Well, here you go, mom. Here's another performance that you missed. Yeah. But no, um, Judy Fabrice, she gets to go to work now. She she cures her meats for a job now. Yeah. <laughs> not a hobby <laughs> anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they're no one's there, and so they're like, This is embarrassing, we should cancel. And Finn is like, we can't do that. You know, what's that saying? The show must go all over the place or something like that.
2: That is literally, I was like, that is <laughs> the dumbest thing Finn has ever said. Because I know for a fact that he knows that phrase and the writer's like, Finn has to say something stupid. And they're like, he's not going to know one of the simplest, probably most one of the most well-known phrases in many different facets of life. The show must go on. Just, I loved it.
0: I thought it was show, cute. Let's
2: go on. Five words. I don't I didn't get it. it wasn't funny. I laughed. I laughed uh, when he said no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was I can't I think I'm laughing more now. But. <laughs> <laughs> But it was—I mean—I think I might have just been kind of like collective shock when it was still
0: going on the whole episode.
3: <laughs> like, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, so happening. Oh my god, <laughs> there's more to this whole series. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. So they decided to still go on with the show, and Tina has the opening number. Which, like, thank you for them giving Tina the opening number.
1: Um, um is it really? Because they were just talking about like how the people in like whoever goes last is is the best person. And then they yeah. give Tina the opening number, like yeah, I didn't I didn't see that as a compliment in this episode.
0: I just love yeah. Tina and I want the best for her.
1: Yeah,
2: I I would kind of like to have heard like a breakdown of like like the different slots on stage, like what are the most memorable, what are often the least memorable and to see sort of like how they ended up getting ranked because I feel like opening number might could either be really really big if it's done really well or it could just be like well we need to start the show so we're going to choose this person you know
3: yeah but for them it was if a tree falls in the woods like no one was there so they're fighting about it to perform in front of six people
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) So <laughs>
3: uh. and then teachers get to perform too. So where do teachers' numbers go? Oh,
2: or subs only? yeah Yes, she's not yeah. a teacher. Uh yeah, that was also weird. I'm like, why is she here? <laughs> why is she singing? Like, how has she been neglected?
0: Yeah. So how she was Adele, Adele?
2: How was, I was, was Adele neglected? That was like when Adele was like about to sky. Like she was skyrocketing around then. Like that yeah. was. That was her second album, Turning Tables. No. <laughs> this we'll show there. makes no sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Tina gets on, she's singing, and it's a pretty good song. But then she gets heckled off stage by everyone. They, they start
1: boo her. her.
0: That, was, yeah. that was
2: intense. I didn't
0: like it.
1: It was mean. I yeah, it was really mean.
0: And so Tina runs off crying and they're all like, oh this is awful and will's like frankly, I think we just need to book up.
3: Oh my gosh. will having
0: more uh, powerful toxic masculinity <laughs> traits.
2: Yeah he's he's a model teacher.
0: <laughs> yeah uh, so Tina's and so Tina's like, that was like the worst I've ever felt And he's just like, you need to buck up. we need to keep on going. Um, And then he's like, I think I might have an idea on how to slow down the hecklers. So Quinn hands out the taffy. um, They give out
2: for free the things that they were going to sell to make money. (laughs) They didn't even sell a bunch of tickets. This is a waste
1: of money. Why is saltwater taffy going to slow hecklers down?
2: Because it's sticky. It's It's hard to to chew. Yeah.
1: That doesn't prevent you from screaming
2: apparently it does in the glee world i also was like i don't
1: know it was weird
2: i call bullshit i was like i get the idea
1: but i call bullshit
2: you know you should do give them peanut butter jars of peanut butter
1: that'll work
3: (laughs) they'll have have an allergic reaction
0: they'll go into shock
1: (laughs) 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 anaphylactic shock (laughs) they can't heckle anymore after that exactly
0: yeah, so Quinn's all, like, vote Quinn Pagre for prom queen. Um, and-
2: to to a, a teacher who's no longer employed. Uh, yeah. To students who just, like, aren't paying attention to her. <laughs> and then Curt and Blaine who don't even go to that school.
3: <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, uh, that was a throwaway line, but I'm glad that it got brought up. I'm like,
2: why We obsess over the little things. Oh, yes, we
0: do. Yeah, and then uh, so then Mike comes on and he dances to Jack Johnson, Bubbly Toes. I hate that
2: song. Uh, Okay. Also, how is he neglected? He's also like really like super popular with people.
3: (laughs) My least favorite, like I hate the song it was, I mean, the dance was okay, but what I hate more than any is, like, the licking fingers and then smoothing eyebrows. I noticed that, too! It was, like, the gross. like, it's just the worst. That is
2: so funny. So, a while ago, that, Finn actually did that, so you have to really come to terms with who you are as a Glee character, <laughs> sir. Yeah. But, I had to, because Finn did that one time, and I was like, Cullen, do guys actually do that? No. No one
3: does that. <laughs> and if they do, you should get out.
2: Get out of the world. Leave. <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah. But he yeah, he, he dances. Um, and they don't heckle him because they're chewing taffy.
1: Because <laughs> logic.
0: Because logic.
1: I actually didn't put that together at all. Like I was like, okay, they're
2: eating their taffy, why aren't they
3: heckling? Honestly you have to jump the only one not singing.
2: I honestly think
1: you have to jump to it. Yeah, it's I was just like, okay It's like a again, it's like a
2: cartoon solution. You know, in a live action yeah. show.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The like Coyote, the Acme Candies, they gave them. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're also like little TNTs too. So their heads blow <laughs> up, and they just have like ash all over their face, and their hairs oh. up. Yeah.
3: In the puppet, like he danced with. Didn't that like
2: that. Didn't. Oh, that was yeah. So yeah I was like, you have
0: a glee club full of performers. Why didn't he dance with Britney? He's like an amazing dance dancer.
2: By himself, because he has been neglected as a dancer? Question mark. I don't know why he's doing this.
3: Yeah. Oh, that Again, I guess that's the neglect. That's
2: his interpretation.
3: It was getting to a little, like going to move into Lars and the real girl. Maybe yeah. to bring that
0: dancer back.
2: Yeah. he been <laughs> neglected to dance with mops. It's all he's ever wanted to do.
0: <laughs> the mop is going to join them at nationals.
2: We <laughs> need <laughs> another body.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, uh, During intermission, Holly Holiday is like, "I'm gonna handle the hecklers," and she takes the heckling club to the library and is like, talking to them about heckling, and they're like, they give like the most boomer explanation of the internet.
2: Oh wow, yeah, that was that was wild.
0: (laughs) How they how they like they write on like NCIS fan pages
3: they hate them. Wait, well, well, is NCIS also a Fox show? Or no, is that on NCIS C-N-D-C? is,
2: uh, is uh, CBS.
3: So, this being Fox, they're probably trying to subtle rip on yeah. NCIS. Yeah. yeah. And Mark Harmon. Well,
2: no, because he likes Mark Harmon, because at the end, his button was, I'm going to go talk about how handsome Mark Harmon is. And I was like, wow, that sounds kind of gay. Like, someone would make fun of that. So, like, how come people aren't making fun of you? I don't. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. He literally is saying something that like he, he has called gay people gay for other things that are literally just like not gay. Like I just, my mind was exploding. Like I had eaten <laughs> taffy made of TNT. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: a little pop rocks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're talking. So they're like it enables them to be mean. With just in, with a screen, they don't have to be mean in person.
2: Um,
0: and it's they almost as if
2: the internet had just been invented. <laughs> That's how yeah, they're talking about yeah. it.
0: And she's like, "But it allows you." Well, she used to write hate mail to Debbie Gibson.
2: Which okay, sure. Was,
0: so, do we know who that is?
3: She no. is a
2: singer from the eighties. Uh, yeah, like it's such like an old reference. And then she was like, Yeah, I gave her alopecia and then I felt bad. And I'm like, Why? And all she was like, I was just jealous. And I was like, What? None of it
1: made sense. Do yeah. people actually write hate mail because they're jealous? I don't know. I mean, That's what the show is possible. Maybe if you're a psychopath.
0: Yeah, so basically she talks about how the internet allows you to be mean and really we're just hurt and jealous inside and maybe we should do something nice for a change. Um, And so she saves them from their self-hatred and saves the glee club. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Goop. Congratulations.
2: (laughs) She says something about, like, because they have more interesting sex than us. Something like that. And I was like, interesting. Is that why I feel odd about Gwyneth's goop thing? Because she has more interesting sex than I do. And she sticks jade eggs. And she has, oh, did you hear about her new candle? It smells like her orgasm. What the fuck? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yep.
3: Yeah, which I was like, why is this being brought up with kids?
2: Great question. Yeah. She brings up, well, <laughs> she brings up a lot of really problematic things with children, and uh, I guess it's kind of her shtick.
0: I want them to play to send to like, when Harvey Weinstein dies, I want them to light Goop's orgasm candle in mockery of him around his funeral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a really mean thing to say about someone's funeral, even if they're a bad person.
0: Yep,
2: I said it. Though. Yep, he said it, and I'm not I gonna say that. anything against it because I may or may not be silently supporting that idea.
1: Well, I mean, but they're dead, so they're not gonna know.
0: But yeah, we'll but know. will like, And like, Goop took them, took them
2: down. I don't, know.
1: I don't like speaking ill of the dead. He's not dead. Yet. I know, but in this <laughs> hypothetical, he's dead.
2: We all die eventually.
1: Yep, it yeah. comes for all of
0: us. Yep, oh so God. on that note, death is inevitable. <laughs> but <laughs> Spoiler
2: alert. For life.
0: <laughs> so the hecklers leave, um, and after, we're going to get into Mercedes' song, but after the song, Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh,
2: hey. We gotta, we gotta go back to that button line real quick. I literally wrote, and I think this is why I wrote it. I wrote Jacob and Israel is not a good kid, and I think oh. I wrote that because he ends on, "I'll be eighteen in three years. Wait for me." Oh my god, that's the button, oh, and it
1: ends. Because
0: she's like, "Because you're good kids," and it's like, "Are they good
2: kids?" Yeah, I think that's why I wrote he's not a good kid.
1: Ah!
3: i mean but part of that is like we're in a culture that we make that joke like when kids are like little and cute like 10 like we're like oh you're like eight like wait for call me in 10 years like but then i mean i guess bad people make that joke. (laughs) yeah but uh (laughs) but like it's like why is that still a joke
2: right no like uh, I watched Crazy Stupid Love for the first time in a long time a couple weeks ago, and they have a similar kind of storyline in there. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable, but this is a common thing people say? What's happening people here? used to say
0: it to me all the time when I was a kid.
2: Oh, Gross. that's
3: weird. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like I was <laughs> – not that I was thinking, but was it like
0: babysitters, Colin? No, not my babysitters. They were <laughs> – they were – No, they were – it was, like, you know, check out ladies and stuff. Ugh, yeah, weird. Check out ladies like checking it. you out. Yeah, as a, as check, as a child. check
2: out ladies checking in more than one way.
1: What, when you were, like, six or something? Yeah. Yep. It's, no, that's that's
2: well, weird. This gets into that weird thing where, like, our society sexualizes children. Like, even when we say, like, oh, is that your girlfriend to, like, a six-year-old to another six-year-old? Mm-hmm. And it's, like... It's so weird. I just, I don't get why we still do that.
1: Yeah. Haven't
2: we all decided that's not a good thing?
1: Obviously. Or is yeah.
2: that, or there, there's just a lot of interpretations. Same thing with a lot of this part of the episode.
0: Like neglect.
2: Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like neglect.
0: So back to the episode. So yeah, so they leave. <laughs> um, and then uh, the Pink Dagger, what's his name again? Uh, Sandy, Sandy Ryerson. Sandy Ryerson. Is moved by Mercedes' no, performance, so he donates the money for the Brainiacs, which is $250. He
2: admits that he's technically laundering his drug money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um it
3: makes so what's, terrible, his, what's interesting is
2: that he literally is like, ah, oh, I really miss the arts. And I was like, so why didn't you give your money to the Glee Club and then a section of it to Brainiacs and said he just funded the Brainiacs? Like, was this whole thing about the Brainiacs, or was it both Brainiacs? and New Directions?
1: I actually can't answer that question. I yeah, have no, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think I'm the it's writer. not answerable.
2: At Ryan Murphy, <laughs> what is your definition of neglect? Neglected artists.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the end of the main plot uh, we have Will being self righteous uh, to Sandy Ryerson, like, get out. And it's like, you're a creep too, so please stop. I mean, you should both um, <laughs> leave. <laughs> you should both not be allowed around children. Yeah, um, yourself out. And yeah. then Sue summons Terry to action.
2: Yeah, I, I literally wrote, I forgot she was even in this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, because Sue is like, uh, we'll get into how Dustin Goolsby failed and we'll and she's like and Sandy Ryerson failed. Now I'm turning to you, Terry.
2: Honey Badger.
0: Honey Badger, yeah. I was like, I can't remember her nickname. I was like, I think it is true.
2: <laughs> um, the other thing, and this actually I kind of laughed at was the sort of button to the episode where they're at Okay, so I'm assuming they're in Detroit at their competition, right? The Brainiacs, mm-hmm. but Rod Remington oh, is still the host, and it's still on the same set from that '70s show. Uh, not that '70s show, but the '70s <laughs> theme show, '70s themed game show.
3: <laughs>
2: and they end on hermaphrodite, uh, not sympathizers, because sympathizer. sympathizer. it's a callback to uh another part of the episode where um in her kind of shtick to teach holly Holiday dresses up as uh the woman who made uh prince what's his name leave the throne back in the day edward yes. Edward, yeah uh wallace simpson yes and i i actually laughed i was like okay that's kind of funny yeah <sighs>
3: I love when I she. Love, they could make a throwback like to 15 minutes.
0: That's as far as they
3: can But go. I
2: still forget that Terry was in the episode. Like, <laughs> that's, that's how my memory works with the show.
0: I love when Holly dresses up as historical figures.
2: Yeah. Um, it is pretty great. Yeah, Mary Todd Lincoln is a classic.
0: And I love when she was talking about how uh, Wallace Simpson is a Nazi sympathizer because. Uh, that was a great episode of The Crown when they talked about that. <laughs> so this is like a, a footnote, or that was like a footnote episode. Yeah, it was. It was a great episode where she was just like, "Oh my!" They like because they were Nazi supporters, and it's kind of undocumented, so or, or not talked about a lot. So they like talked about
1: yeah, it's neglected. Nobody wants to talk about being a Nazi sympathizer.
0: Yeah, so they talk about how they were Nazi sympathizers, and Elizabeth is just like horrified. It's a great episode of The Crown.
2: Check oh. it out. Yeah, Interesting. On your indie streaming service, Netflix.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> um, well, that'll be your next podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Indie streaming services, Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Hulu. We're going to cover them all.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that kind of leads into the Holly storyline of Holly and Will. They have their pizza date. Oh. And then... Uh, at lunch, Emma is struggling to clean the counter, and Will is For like
2: a toothbrush. It's actually it's... very sad to watch.
0: Yeah, and Will is like, I hear OCD symptoms flare up when people are upset. Oh <laughs> my! Like yeah. great
2: observation, Will.
0: <laughs> and uh, she's like, Yeah, Carl left me, and he wanted an annulment because we never consummated the marriage, and he's all like, He never. Consummated
2: it? Like Which is like sure? the third time he's asked her if she's had sex with someone else.
1: But it was so weird because she was like, he wants an annulment, which he's entitled to because we haven't consummated the marriage. And so then she told she, him. She <laughs> Yes. He literally yeah. said
2: in like legal terms, he's like, you guys never. Yeah, that's what it means, Shu.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but does that uh, mean that He was getting an annulment for some other reason?
2: No, I think the annulment was literally... I think it's pretty much because they didn't consummate the marriage. Otherwise, it would be a divorce, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Is that how the legal system works. That's weird. That's weird.
3: Yeah. It's probably, like... I mean, yeah, the problematic... I never knew the
1: difference.
3: ...infatuation with virginity that's popping up is like, hmm, this is... This is not great.
1: Well, the only thing that I knew about was like annulment is like the term for official divorcement in the church, the Catholic church. So I I didn't know.
3: Well, I think, I think that is uh, the term, uh, I don't think in a civil union, Mm -hmm. you need to consummate the relationship. I think it's only in the church that it's, that an annulment applies. Interesting. Yeah. Is
1: she Catholic? Like, uh, Is Emma
3: right. Catholic? So that, yeah. Well, I mean, Catholic or Episcopal, Episcopalian,
1: yeah.
3: Would have that same terminology, but like LA County. Well, they're in Ohio. Like, <laughs> like Ohio, like might have a creepy rule like that, but no. Leave it. Leave it. Like, leave it to the Catholic Church to have that. In there. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. No. Like um, annulment. I just looked it up from LegalZoom.com uh it just says like a legal procedure that cancels a marriage it actually doesn't really say anything about sex on this little google it can,
0: it can be anything that invalidates a marriage so that would be if you found out you were related
2: <gasps> oh i yeah. would have um, never thought about that oh my god
3: the, the alabama
2: con- yeah you said uh so bigamy forced consent fraud marriage prohibited by law Based on familial re- relationship, mental illness, mental incapacity, inability to consummate marriage. Yeah. Oh, and then, interesting. And then here's the kicker underage marriage. Yay.
3: I feel like all of these could be like plots to a, a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or a. Or a
2: I bet they're all going to come up at one <laughs> point or another. That's how the episode or the show is going. Yeah, no, so that's interesting. So, like, Quite literally he asked for an annulment because of that then.
0: Cause an annulment says that you were never married, whereas a divorce yeah. says you were married and now you are not.
2: Exactly. Interesting.
3: But I mean For all
2: you legal buffs yeah. out there.
0: <laughs> legal zoom. <suit.
1: laughs> um, I love how yeah. we just have procedures and words that say things never happened, even though they happened. <laughs>
2: Uh, Hot take on the legal
0: system. <laughs> if it's
1: yeah,
2: been happy, I mean, why do we have like, all these memories? Anyway,
3: yeah, the whole—I mean, I didn't really expect Glee to have a great like documentary on mental health and OCD. <laughs> yeah. <no>. Um. <laughs> so so I like wasn't surprised that they just went with like standard like standard trope and like standard um reaction but like at the same time it like played into will's uh savior complex
2: which is great and here's the thing is that like if they're still sort of connected like this he still has a chance to take her virginity and that's what he cares about i guess ew (laughs) uh,
0: (laughs) which
3: you know if that's your thing Please get away from working in a high school.
2: Yeah. Uh, I find all this that we're talking about very funny because it seems like we're really, like, not wanting to talk about the grapes. (laughs) 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 Him, like, putting on the glove and then, like, in a weird way, I was like, oh, that's cute. I get what's going on here. But then I'm watching it and I'm uncomfortable.
1: Okay, honestly, yeah. I'm not even OCD, and that was making me crazy. Yeah, like I, like how could she be okay with him putting his hands in her gloves, mm-hmm. and then she didn't have gloves, and when he handed her the grape, she ate it anyway. Like my my empathy for OCD was going off, and I was like, "That's not clean. That's not clean. What are you doing? Stop touching my grapes."
2: Yeah, she literally it's like the
3: wor- the worst version of ghost. <laughs>
2: she literally just had her hands in other gloves while she was like cleaning uh, a counter yeah it's just I did not care for that at all but then a new character starts to lurk everyone in Glee loves a lurk
0: goop Goop. holly Holiday lurks and notices it and she's like she was just as
3: disgusted about the grape
2: yeah that's really why she broke up with him (laughs) I did He's not like, like the way you rubbed that grape. <laughs>
3: it rubbed her the wrong way. <laughs> but uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but why? Like like why did? Yeah, clearly there there's so many problems with that scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, poor Emma. The world just want well, this show just wants her to end up with Will, and we just want her to do so much better.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: Well, well and then work. like. Uh, reading her back like going
3: through her biography and like like the the actress being like oh it was such a good role to play it's like really
2: (laughs) (laughs) are you just saying that because ryan murphy is like if you don't say you liked being on glee you will never find work again he killed
1: her esteem the way he killed emma's self-esteem wow that's intense yeah, sorry guys. I had to be. There's really bad there. news. Yeah. Yeah. No Got to do it. I'm good at that job. People hate me for it. It's very tragic. Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: That—that's how you. That's how something is even more tragic if it's tragic and French. Tragic. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah. So then, uh, so we then Holly is teaching her. She's doing her Wallace Simpson bit, um, and in walks after the class leaves, in walks Dustin Goolsbee, who's like, "Your eggs are your fallopian. The eggs in your fallopian tubes are aging, and you need to use them. uh... Rare,
2: exotic." pearls and I my body curdled
0: <laughs> and you're like oh. is she putting pearls in there now
2: oh god jade <laughs> oh. granite
0: uh.
3: she put
2: granite up there oh god
3: I mean if, I haven't seen that many episodes of Goop <laughs> Yes. But oh my god that whole scene I'm like what why like if a te- if that happened in a school those people should probably spend like
2: so many years, years behind. in prison <laughs> Honestly,
1: and then she just which <laughs>
3: which I mean let's break down the prison industrial system but <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and then she walks up to him and she's like oh, are you flirting with me and I'm like in what way is that flirting I would have punched this guy in the face
2: apparently that is Flirting because I no I, like, I do not get it because he was he's like you and me were hot we should bang kind of thing, and he also like opened yeah. his legs to her to her,
0: and talked about his high sperm count.
2: Yeah, oh my God. he was literally like,
1: like wait, is like that It
2: was about mostly about like let's get pregnant, and I'm like, not
1: sexy. <laughs> is it, it, was that supposed to be like a joke about flirting after you're older?
2: I don't think so. I think it was just like, like this very aggressive, like, let's, like, have sex and like babies are involved, which like she's not going to be into. She's a Rolling Nobody. Stone.
0: She's a sub. Yeah.
2: She's a sub. Subs don't have babies. Don't you know that? Which, I you know, like
3: them. babies. Let's bring that up on like not even the first date. Like, yeah, let's bring that in up a in classroom. the in, a in like, temporary
2: <laughs> job
1: for the first time, not creepy at all. Where
0: I'm dressed like Wallace Simpson, a Nazi synthesizer. and,
2: and uh, he has a fucking like Bluetooth in his ear. Also, Sue gave him beeper, he, him a beeper, so he's also got a beeper. Yeah. So he looks like a all 90- which are
3: probably lowering his sperm count.
2: <laughs> yeah, so much radiation. Uh. Also, he says that his hairline is eighty percent his own, which is really interesting because that actor literally just came out like a couple weeks ago saying that he had like, um, like surgery to get like hair plugs and stuff, and I was like, what is happening? Self <clears throat> <throat> Did Glee right. know this?
0: Ryan Murphy probably did, like, odds are. Like,
2: Ryan, Ryan Murphy probably conned him out of the information or something. Actually, I don't know. They, he's been in a lot of, uh, the actor's been in a lot of Ryan Murphy's stuff, so, like, maybe they're friends, and Ryan Murphy and crossed I've, a line by being like, I'm going to put this in my episode of UK okay with that. No, not really. Okay, here's the line. <laughs> Read it.
3: Was um, was When did the Burger King uh, Tiny Hands commercial for the Big Bopper come out? Was that right around this time? Wait,
2: what? Or after this? There was a commercial?
0: He talks about Will has tiny hands and he can't eat a Big Mac. He has to eat it piece by piece with his tiny hands. Yeah. And then...
2: That's a reference to something?
0: Well,
3: because then Burger King has a commercial about the Whopper saying, like, I have tiny hands. I can't eat there. Like, it makes them look so small. And, like, so which came first? (laughs)
2: <laughs> the chicken of <or> the egg.
3: <laughs> is, well, is 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 Burger King committing uh, infringement on the copyright of Glee or
2: Burger King Small Hands? What? <laughs> oh, oh, and it's uh... two
3: thousand nine, two thousand ten. <laughs> oh, so so Glee ripped from the Burger King commercial.
2: Wow.
3: This episode really was not creative. No. And that's why they said Big Mac, because it was a Burger King with the Whopper.
2: Wow. Ah. I. What? I did not. <laughs> I... My mind is blown. <laughs> I to go watch that commercial now.
0: So Will comes in. And he's like, my hands are tiny enough to, or big enough to knock your teeth out.
2: So he's not saying that his hands aren't small. Which I thought
0: they're tiny. They're, ti- they're tiny
3: enough to grab those pearls.
2: Oh uh. wow. <laughs> no! Now it's bad. Now we have bluffs though. From oh my <laughs> god, Hannah! Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to. It's my it's my <laughs> psyche.
3: It's the way this episode was put together. <laughs>
2: the episode made me do it. <laughs>
1: It's yeah. not an excuse. You're right. Yeah. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Dustin, uh, so he leaves and Will's like, I thought we were supposed to have lunch together. And she's like, I did come for lunch. But you seem to be otherwise occupied or like you seem to be enjoying yourself. And she's like, I need to, he's like, let's rehearse the duet for the benefit. She's like, I'm not in the
2: mood for duetting. And oh, I missed that. Like, I forgot they were supposed to do do it. I totally missed that.
0: What what neglected duet do you think they would
2: do? Oh God!
0: Pro- probably something sunny and share. You know, something really <laughs>
2: indie.
0: <laughs> something really popular.
3: Yeah.
2: The most. What's the most popular duet out there? Uh, Marvin Gaye.
3: They probably do some, well. Something from A Star Is Born. <laughs> Shallow. <laughs> into like preemptively.
0: Glee invented
2: Shallow. <laughs> Glee invented Lady Gaga. Next least, episode you know, is
0: called Born This Way.
2: I know. I'm excited to talk about it. Not really. I don't really remember. I remember vague parts of it. And then the rest of it's probably gonna be garbage. And I'm gonna be like, wow. Just like every episode.
0: <laughs> so then uh, during the uh Performance during the night of neglect. Gwyneth Paltrow, Holly Holiday, sings Turning Tables by Adele, and she looks at Will longingly. And The whole time. He
3: was the only one there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was a whole orchestra and like piano and like this fancy arrangement.
2: Yeah. Even their kids didn't want to. Come,
0: or their fans.
2: Like, it was crazy. There's so many people involved in this. So many people dedicated time for them to not make any money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh And so afterwards, she's like, she comes out of the closet.
2: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> she walks out of a closet that is revealed <laughs> to be her, her
1: yeah.
0: office. It's the only one Figgins gives her, and Will implies that they had sex in
1: yeah, closet. which is um,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> Our first wait, on their first date, no less.
2: <gasps> Was it? I missed that
1: part. I did, I don't think it was, I
2: was one of their dates. It was her favorite date. Or his her yeah, they third. Said they only had like it was the her third, fa- third right? They had five dates and he's like, You even count the janitor's closet one? She's like, That's my favorite date, right?
3: Did they even count the pizza? Maybe. <laughs> like I, who like anyone you know, on date number five, are you making a cold like pizza in like having it on pillows and no
2: that was a hot pizza don't you remember it burned his hot. mouth
1: <laughs> oh that's
3: like that's like date number like i don't know not
0: five like
1: after you're married <laughs> i was gonna say that. <laughs> it's like
2: five years in
0: guys she's a sub
2: True. she has to move really fast because she's she's only there for a little while
0: so she gets a job teaching French in Cleveland uh, and he's like permanently. And she's like, oh, just for a little while.
2: And she's like, don't you know, I'm a sub for the 17th <laughs> time this episode.
0: <laughs> uh, so she's and she's like, you don't have any regrets around leaving. And she's like, we all knew I was going to break your heart. You're such a nice guy. And just like I said in the song, I to do it before you break mine because you're in love with Emma, basically. And thanks to my counseling, great, great counseling,
2: can, great. great counseling is what she said.
0: Because she counseled Carl and Emma, yeah. they are now
1: broken up, and she's so. Um, so now intuitive. she's available. She's uh, so proud of herself for breaking up a marriage. Yeah, that's she's a homewrecker
2: in a different yes. way. For yes. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> she's a uh, an unlicensed homewrecker. <laughs>
0: Uh, and so she's, so Will's like, are you going to come and visit? And she's like, I thought you never ask.
3: Which she just, yeah. <laughs> she just said, I don't want to break your heart or break mine. And it's time to go. But yeah, let me come visit. Cause I want to break up your next relationship.
2: And then she walks into the dark, like pitch black, dark, no flashlight, no lights. She just walks into this dark ass hallway. <laughs>
3: No school is ever there.
2: No, exactly. I was like, but also, where are you going? <laughs> I beg to differ.
1: Schools are dark at night. Really, really, really dark.
2: <sighs> I don't know. Like, that was dark. But, also, like, but do they, I, I mean, don't...
3: does anyone ever clean? I haven't seen a janitor in the school.
2: Yeah, no one uses the bathroom to actually go to the bathroom and uh, it's just for singing just for singing and gossiping
0: and washing slushies out of your face yeah
2: the slushies actually this the floor is really sticky and the reason there's color on it is from all the slushies that have been thrown in people's faces they probably can't afford janitors because they just had to blow a bunch of money on this benefit that didn't make money
3: and the salt water water. (laughs)
2: tassie
3: it's (laughs) a rest of development i think we're
0: doubling our losses (laughs) Santana got slushied by Karofsky and that's why she was mad at him.
2: Oh. I forgot about that.
0: Uh, well, they did show that flashback, didn't they?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: But also, it still doesn't excuse anything else that happened in <laughs> scene. But it, it, you're right. It, it is kind of like a. Saves a little a, bit. A ti- The tiniest bit.
3: Like, like Finn's hands.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the last storyline is, is, uh, is racially sensitive. Um, it's, cool. uh, it is so sensitive. I love it. It's so well handled.
2: It's probably mm. it's the mm. best handled storyline uh. in this episode.
0: <laughs> by that, I mean the worst.
2: <laughs> yeah, because other things are some logic. And uh, yeah. things you like might get pizza to- hot. Hot. There's some things you might be able to get behind in these other storylines. But yeah, I can fix this. This. I I don't know what to do. Mm-mm.
3: It's it's that label of uh. Did Glee have any writers of color?
2: Mm-mm.
0: Right now,
3: the it was three guys writing it. Was it three still
2: in season two? Oh
3: my god! I yeah. They, they- are there. So are there any gay guys writing it? Ryan Murphy's Even? gay. Okay. So, but, like, oh. but still there's like still a lot of those stereotypes. But you know.
2: Yeah. yeah that's uh, right. But yeah, oh, no. It doesn't make any sense to me.
3: But no is writing it. And so like they're just like <laughs> bulls in a China shop with their handling of race.
0: Yeah. That's a great way
3: to
2: put it. the way that they uh, treat like handle Mercedes is like her motivation, like she's been in this position so many other times, where she has either been like, "No, I want to do this," or like, "Can I do this, please?" So it's it's also very like loosey goosey with that too. Like they've never really nailed down how Mercedes handles these kinds of situations.
0: Yep. So Mercedes, uh, after they allow Sunshine to be in the benefit, uh, Rachel is like well, um, as long as you're being okay with being pushed to the less desirable middle slot Mercedes. And she's like, yeah, okay. And then... uh,
2: Lauren Zeissi's face, she's literally like
1: like astounded.
0: Which, fair enough, because Mercedes is an amazing singer.
1: I literally had to pause it and I asked Colleen, wait, what did they say? Because I uh, I heard it correctly the first time, but I was unsure because it was so offensive.
2: And I I really like I don't I don't really want to bring this up, but I guess I'm gonna. But like the stuff that was coming out about Leah Michelle being, uh, acting very diva-ish, and then the, like the sort of like um, racial connections to that, like this kind of idea is playing out here where like there's such a a status quo in this glee club that rachel's so confident to be like okay mercedes well i know where my place is this new person now has come in so we're giving her a place and this is where your place is kind of thing like it's very very apparent and the fact that like the writers are like, yeah, Mercedes is going to be with it, okay with it right now. But other times she's not. Other times she is. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah.
0: So Lauren comes up to her and is like, hey, can I trade your shoes for my sweaty flip-flops? And uh, Mercedes is like, no, this is so hard to find. And she's like, Really, because your lack of self esteem makes me think that you would do anything if anyone asked.
2: Oh. Yeah, that Ooh. literally, this is like the second or third time people have told Mercedes that she has no self esteem. Like, Kurt did that a few episodes ago with the Tot stuff. Like,
1: it's gross. Yeah. Also, she's like one of the characters that has the most self esteem.
2: Sometimes. That's the thing, is that like, Sometimes she will and sometimes she's not. Which I guess like it's, it's, it's like
1: one. the 2D, 3D thing.
2: Yes, 2D, exactly.
1: She has a ton yep. of self-esteem.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: 3D is taken all away.
2: Yeah. What happened to the hell to the no Mercedes from last episode? She literally stepped mm-hmm. in, she's like, uh, my song is amazing. And we're like, yeah, it was the best original song that any of you kids came up with on your own. Like
3: does Ryan Murphy just think that self-esteem is the solution to systemic racism?
2: Oh, exactly.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: oh, God. Yeah. Ouch. That's not good. Um, <laughs> that's,
1: not-
2: <laughs> that's all I have to say is that's not good. <laughs>
3: because it might be
2: true. Because like, who knows what some people think. And people who are media makers and the messages they put out in their episodes might reflect how they actually feel anyway.
0: Yeah. I just watched the politicians episode on cancel culture.
2: Oh, again on your indie streaming Netflix.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, so then she, Lauren is like, I'll be your manager. If you give me 10% of whatever you earn. Because Mercedes like, since when were you my manager? And then so Mercedes is just like, sure, be my manager. Um, And she's like, you have to make demands. Um, Like Mariah, Carrie, like she makes appointments at nine and doesn't show up till four because she knows people will wait. So you have to be like that. Um,
2: What she's saying, like, you need to be a diva. But... Mercedes already knows that she can be a diva like in a more positive way because they've had diva offs
0: like 25 different times.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah. So like she, like Lauren is transforming Mercedes, like, like Mercedes really is being controlled by Lauren here. She's literally just like being turned into this negative type of diva. And Mercedes is just going along with it. For what reason, I don't even know.
1: It was really disappointing, actually. Mm
3: -hmm. Well, and I mean, again, like them bringing up like the diva culture and like then having, yeah, the the, the, the black person as a diva, the one black person in your glee club. It's like, uh, and using Mariah Carey as an example, not, not a good
1: point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For the record... I would never wait that long for anyone. Okay. The description
3: just made me think of like a, a Curb Your Enthusiasm, like Larry David type of episode. It's like, I tried to get there at eight, but I didn't get there till four.
2: Because <laughs> that's exactly what's happening to Mariah Carey. She lives in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah um, so... Quinn and Finn are shocked by all her demands because she demands gre- a bowl of green M Ms um, and a puppy to will we'll dry her hands on,
1: which is disgusting.
2: Yeah, because you're going to get hair on the- on your hands. Yes,
0: and humidifiers also how does all-
2: Lauren get ten percent of a puppy?
3: Um, every fortnight, she gets
2: one day. <laughs> excellent, excellent answer. <laughs>
1: Way
0: better than what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to have a bunch of humidifiers and all these demands, which the Green M&M's thing is apparently it comes from something a band did. Bands would do this to make sure people read their whole rider because there were, like, safety concerns in there, and some places venues wouldn't read them, and so then there'd be accidents, people would get injured. So it was to make sure people read the whole thing. So if they had or, a bowl... Of- or
3: if it's insane Clown Posse, it's still... People got into it.
0: So then it would be like, oh, there was a bowl of green M&M's. They read the whole thing.
1: Interesting. Okay, but um, isn't it too late if if you show up and there's a bowl of green M&M's? Like, if well, there's not... You get- if you show up and there's not a bowl of green M&M's... Like- we
0: don't perform. And yeah. And then you lose money.
2: Because that's the thing is, like... Um, you say like it will it was in like our basically it's part of the contract of terms to be able to perform there right so like yeah you may think like oh it's just a bowl of m and it was like also but did you hit all these other five important things that we put after it
0: yeah so it's so that's where that comes from but it's been turned kind of like mcdonald's hot coffee lawsuit turned yeah. into a meme of exaggeration
2: interesting i did not know that
3: and Glee using a meme, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they ask
2: Glee a meme.
3: <laughs> just yes. the show
2: is just a meme. <laughs> it's, a,
0: it's it's a gleam.
2: Nice. Ooh. Nice.
0: So they ask Rachel to be the head, their head of talent relations because she knows about being a diva. So she she's like, oh yes, I get this. So she gets the bowls of green M M&M and and she gets the humidifiers. And Mercedes is like, where the where's the puppy? Or Mercedes whispers to Lauren, who's like. I see no puppy. And she's like, Puckerman's out scouting for a Pomeranian. Um, Which is
2: very hairy. You're going to get hair on your hands if you go to use it as a towel. Mm -hmm. Also, is that animal abuse? If you're using your pet as a towel? Yes. Well, there you go. But I think so like quickly they're going back to how Quinn and Finn. uh, Assigned Rachel talent manager or whatever was really it was slightly condescending but I kind of thought it was funny but I was mostly confused because Quinn is not the co uh oh god what's the word captain she's not the yeah. co-captain of glee Rachel is Finn and Rachel are co-captains why are Quinn and Finn doing things other than just to be coupley it kind of because like they're in
3: a relationship.
2: it kind of felt like Rachel should have been more involved but she got the designated role from Quinn which I would have been more upset as Rachel I would have more upset about that in addition to them quote-unquote flaunting their coupleness in her face kind of thing oh yeah so like
1: that that actually makes way more sense she would
2: have been like like, what's happening here I am co-captain yeah
0: yeah, it's not just a job that comes with being Finn's girlfriend.
2: Yeah, like, like, she would be like, like, Quinn is overtaking me in more ways than one. Like, I feel like, but Rachel just takes it, and she was, like, happy to do it. Quite literally, I think she says, like, I'm happy to do it, because I can do this. And I'm like, Rachel, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, so then, uh, because there's no puppy... Mercedes whispers to Lauren that she's upset that her demands haven't been met and she would like on the day of the performance for her feet to never touch the ground. And then, like, she wants to be carried in. Uh, and she's like, like, Lady Gaga? Like, do you want to be carried in on a giant egg? And Mercedes whispers to Lauren and Lauren's like, she'll get back to you on that. Yeah, so Mercedes is, has all these demands. And then it turns out, in the middle of everything, she just upset with the way she was treated and she left the building. Um, much like Mercedes should have done a long time ago, being upset at <laughs> the way she's treated. Right. Yeah. Um and then so Rachel That's goes. The out only
2: decision she makes for herself is to go and sit in her car.
0: Cause apparently she didn't yeah. have a ride. Her parents did not come. We never meet Mercedes' well, parents. Yeah, and wasn't it was raining,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: It was pouring.
0: And then
3: Yet nobody was wet. I think it always
2: rains in that parking lot though, right? Didn't that happen to Quinn too? Yeah. (laughs) Just that parking lot just always has a cloud over it. Or a rain machine.
3: Well, yeah. And it's a level of like, she's leaving. Yeah, she leaves now, but it's the way they wrote it. It's vilifying her Mm -hmm. in that level. And it's vilifying her into the point of like, he knows that oh well if she wants a puppy we know that everyone identifies with a puppy and we'll be mad at her for wanting that for that reason um but not for the fact that like a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of white people are mistreating her
1: right yeah like this it's almost like this whole entire episode is trying to vilify her for these stupid demands that she has but really the things that she should be getting mad at are all very legitimate. And they just gave her, they gave her character all of these stupid things to get mad at. Yeah.
2: Cause she can't be mad at things that are actually real to her because Glee can't handle that kind of, uh,
1: Like, actual
2: conversation. Like, I kind of feel like... They're like, well, obviously she's mad about not being able to get solos, but we can't talk about, like, race things directly. Oh, so we got to just make her a diva for a couple minutes, and then we'll blame it on all that. Perfect. It works. Write it. It's due tomorrow.
0: (laughs) We'll get back to season three. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's gross. Like, the there's just a huge conversation to be had about musical privilege or just how Rachel is allowed more versatility in the songs she sings. Whereas Mercedes is kind of often pigeonholed. Mm. Um, Yeah. yeah.
2: There's so many levels to
3: Which I mean, is uh, like in a, I mean, kind of a meta more power, like actually more empowering to her way is like, Oh, this is what Aretha had to deal with.
2: Yeah. yeah, like if they had connected the the struggles that Mercedes is putting up with in the Glee Club to an artist, like that would have been a really great connection for sure. I think we should definitely do that in the Glee Boot. Like picking at least for one person to pick an artist who's had certain struggles that that character can identify with. Uh, yeah.
3: Except what? Except for me, like what was uh what's the title of the song she chose for this one ain't no way like i mean there's so many i mean there's so many good uh aretha franklin songs um but i think some of the lyrics in this one
0: were
2: it's about love i'm trying to right like it's
0: like it's ain't no way i can love you unless you let me
2: yeah, I don't. I don't
1: I know what. The not was. liking the like well, it's
0: the I
3: know it's a woman's duty to help and love a man, like yeah, and yeah. that's the way it was planned. Like that yeah. was like of all of the Aretha songs, and she, I mean, she has a lot of more empowering songs. Mm-hmm. Like that's the one that they had her do, yeah. Like and it's basically there's, I mean, in in a way, it's like it's ain't no way. It's my duty to like play second in this show oh uh,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah and the, so true it hurts <laughs> yeah the other thing is like when we were talking about how she gets kind of pigeonholed she gets pigeonholed into like in any sort of big group number they do rachel has the solo or like the female solo female lead role and then mercedes is always there with runs and like um more apparent background vocals like you can like pinpoint her voice right and that's kind of what she gets and that's that yeah there's like so many layers to the stuff that she's dealing with it's not even just that like she doesn't get solos it's like she's so limited that she does get to sing but it's only in a certain way
0: yeah Let's get to Rachel and Mercedes' car conversation.
2: Okay, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: <both laughs>
2: another another white girl telling Mercedes how how can you solve is... her problems? Oh yeah, that too gives her history a history
3: lesson.
0: Oh, <laughs> like let's let's white explain. <laughs> yeah, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. So Rachel comes in and is all like, "Aretha Franklin did this, and she got this crown, and that's how she became the Queen of Soul by singing, not by being a diva." And Mercedes is like, "I just want one of those moments that you get all the time." And it's like, fair. Yeah. <laughs> you have an amazing voice, and Rachel's basically like, "Sure, I'll give you this number. Go in and sing." And she goes in, she sings, "Ain't No Way." Well, no, that everyone's blown away. What she
2: says, "Is." If you want it, take it. You for have me. to take it. She's basically saying this is a meritocracy. This group is a meritocracy, which it's not. But she's literally saying if you're working hard enough, you can get to do what I do. But Rachel doesn't have to work really at all. She so just like gets it. it's, <laughs> Yeah. So Rachel's yeah. literally like, this is a meritocracy. Like If you work hard enough, you're going to get there. No. Oh, and she's so, also so she has
3: a view of America right now.
2: Yeah. She's also saying, like, okay, like you're mad about all these things and you're having all these demands, but like that's not how Aretha handled it. Like she didn't do it this way. And so she's literally telling Mercedes that like the way she handled it is invalid. and it's like like anytime she oh. tries it another way, it's not working like so she's mercedes is trying to do things even if you know the idea was given to her but like rachel's literally telling her like your demands are invalid even though like rachel demands a solo every single time she demands her place be static she demands everything
3: wait was I karen or
2: Rachel? <laughs> rachel's middle name is karen uh Rachel Karenberry but yeah so like she's literally telling Mercedes she's her her approach was invalid and then also telling her like this is a meritocracy just work harder
3: oh you should stop looting that's really what you should do <laughs>
0: This episode ended up a lot more of a metaphor for American race problems than I
3: expected. Yeah, it, it's a pretty shitty episode, and that's exactly what. And it reinforces
2: it is. all of those negative, harmful messages too, mm. because Mercedes takes Rachel's advice. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. you can call it advice. This
3: is the way to be successful. This is the way. Oh, and look, and now I'm blessing you with letting you. Yeah, do the and Rachel's one. like, of
2: course I can't follow that. And it's just like, it's like, oh my God, thank you, Rachel, for letting Mercedes have this moment. So she hugs it. It's just like another person thanking someone else for literally no reason when that person should be slapping that other person.
0: Yeah. When Rachel, five minutes later, will not give Mercedes a solo at Nationals.
2: Next week. Next week. We literally have to prepare... Rachel and Mercedes again to, like, see what the jump was. See if it goes back to normal, if there's any change.
0: Yeah. So that's... Those are all the storylines. So what other final comments we have on the episode before we get into our final closing portions?
2: (laughs) This episode was was boring, but there was a lot more to talk about than I thought.
1: Honestly, like, when we got to the end of the episode, I... Did a double take because I was still waiting for something to happen. That's how boring it was. Like yeah. I was like, wait, that's the end. There were no stakes. There was nothing. Yeah. What? I I was actually waiting for the episode to begin, and then it ended. All of the
2: uh, all of the storylines were very resolved easily because Sandy Ryerson gave the money. Uh, you know, Rachel Mercedes happily handed over the last. Yeah, the last closing number is just
3: yeah and that could have I mean that money could have gone on for a couple more episodes right like
0: they always have money problems that come and go yet they have these lavish concerts Mercedes had a whole choir behind her yeah
2: they have have (laughs) Mac computers Mac computers. after
3: coming
0: in from a empty parking lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, where was the choir? Were they watching the whole time, or were they just sitting behind stage? Like, we're not watching yeah. someone sing turning tables.
3: Yeah, they spent they spent more money with getting pizza to feed everyone than uh, the saltwater taffy they handed out.
2: Oh
1: God, yeah.
0: So, I think it is Tina time. Uh,
1: confession: neither Colin and I actually counted her lines, but. I know, she spoke at least once. <laughs> she probably
2: had... Mm,
0: I'm going to guess around five.
2: I was going to say I was gonna five. say, Yeah,
1: I was going to say like
2: three. I um, may say five plus because...
3: Does the song count? No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> she
2: also like, she cried and talked at the same time. She talked about being in Brainiacs. She probably had, like, a one-liner here or there. Yeah, maybe about five.
3: Five is five's probably good. Yeah.
0: So now, Connor, who is your uh, least favorite character this week?
3: Uh, teacher dude. Will. well. <laughs> good try. <Yeah>.
2: Teacher dude. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, he is, I mean, he has to be, and, like, as the act did he demand to be in like every scene? Like <laughs> he's the one person who's in like most scenes and just doesn't contribute.
2: Uh, that's that's the show. That's that's the the tagline. She's in nearly every scene and she doesn't contribute.
3: Um, MVP would be.
0: I'm not sure. You have time to this think about it. Hard. Okay. Because we'll go through okay. Hannah, who is your least valuable player.
2: I went with Sandy Ryerson because, like, he oh, rarely shows up. I picked him solely because he self-identified as a predatory gay. But also many other reasons. But that's the reason that stuck out the most.
1: Alyssa? I'm asked. Ash also? Wow. <laughs> Going with Sandy Ryerson. Because because he's creepy and gross, and I don't want him to come back. And they keep bringing him back. Why did they keep bringing him back? Because he's funny. No.
3: Uh, I can't think of one funny thing that
1: like he said. Mm-mm. Not funny. It's not funny. Also,
2: didn't like his tagline. You've just been poked by the <gasps> ink dagger. No. And I was like, "You're uh, not allowed uh, to say uh, that ever."
3: You're making a sh- terrible penis joke. Like really? Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, Oh, pink dagger.
3: Oh! (laughs) I just, (laughs)
2: I just. Oh my god! That's too many gross (laughs) penis jokes.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that he. (laughs)
2: Just no. (laughs) Mm -mm.
0: I'm gonna go with Dustin Goolsby and his creepy flirting. Mm
2: -mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty gross. Gross. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I guess I, guess I like, uh, don't have enough Glee exposure to, like, dive down into all those other terrible kids.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You're just dealing with the initial shock of Will Schuster. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: that's valid. That's valid. Yes. I think yeah, our, yeah, L- I just, our LVP was probably shoe the first six episodes. Oh, I think so, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So who, so have you had, could you conjure an MVP?
3: Um,
0: it can be the I mean, i
3: I mean, I liked, I liked the pizza's effort. I also liked Brittany's knowledge of catfacts and like for sweets. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, I'll have to go with the pizza.
2: Yeah.
3: It was so put, I mean, talk about, talk about like, I mean, he just likes to oppress everything in that show. So he also (laughs) oppressed.
2: Shout out to that pizza. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with Tina because she was the only person that actually got heckled and it sucks that she had to go through that, but hopefully it'll make her a stronger person. But honestly, like good for her and going out there doing her thing. Uh, I'm proud of her. Yeah.
0: Alyssa.
1: I, I can't think of a single person.
2: It was hard. I'm,
0: gonna, I'm going with Tina too, because <laughs> Tina, she actually sang a song by an underrated artist.
2: Right, yeah, <laughs> that's true. She called the assignment.
3: I was that was that was probably my favorite song in this episode. Yeah, and it's a, even I didn't, didn't get to finish it. I'm
0: ashamed she didn't get to finish it. It's a shame, and like she went through some real traumatic stuff, and she's doing well in the Brainiacs, and like I love Tina.
1: I think I'm also going with Tina. I usually you try not to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, it's Tina's only the real, like the only real character in this episode.
3: In, in an episode with few redeeming qualities, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: and she only had five lines. Maybe that's why she was so good.
3: Where was Finn in this episode? Finn was like, he had his one like uh, one line that is like some something is cute, something is terrible. Uh, the show must go all over. So. Yeah,
2: well, he did pop a saltwater taffy early on, so May was stuck in his mouth the whole time. <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
0: so, Connor, what was your least favorite song? Um, uh, Holly
3: Holidays. <laughs> like, that was like, why is this here?
1: Turning Tables? Yeah. yeah.
2: It was a weird rendition too. I I couldn't really make heads or tails of like the sounds that were coming out of her mouth. Like, <laughs> it kind of sounded good, and then other times it was like I don't know about this. What, what
3: Sing. was she actually singing? Was Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. singing? Yeah, yeah. She sings.
2: Well, she, well, what we said in a previous episode is she she'll have words come out of her mouth melodically. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it sounds good, and sometimes we're like, oh of sounds like you're talking uh um my worst song this week <laughs> was sung by the artist himself i'm going with the <laughs> jack johnson number because i don't oh like my. that song What's his name? yeah jack johnson those? right
0: yeah
2: okay i for, like, for a second i was like is that wrong yeah i'm going with that number i don't like it I really well like, it's in the like, jack
3: johnson vein of creepy songs like
2: yeah bubble toes like what
3: your no, little foot fetish no,
2: no. yeah and i just also didn't like i didn't think i liked the dance and i love mike but it was weird i didn't like the mop thing and i was kind of bored i'm sorry mike
1: i need a rundown yeah, of the
0: songs the songs include tina's i follow rivers uh ain't no way by aretha franklin um
2: by mercedes
0: no quote. by mercedes
2: um all by myself
0: all by myself i follow uh, i follow rivers bubble toes turning tables and ain't no way
2: that's it yeah
3: i was for, <laughs> as a non uh passionate Glee fan, I was real kind of bummed. that were Like, I was no, like, this is supposed to be about singing. This was was the like a no anemic
2: song. episode for
1: sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bubble Toast. It was weird. I didn't like the lyrics. I didn't like lyrics,
2: pretty much anything about it. <laughs> we're just, like, crapping on Jack Johnson, the actual artist here. We're not even like... He is run, like, too high to care. Care. <laughs> like I, what uh, I didn't understand was why didn't they have... Like, I get... It was just, like, one person at a time, but it would have made more sense if they'd actually done a cover and if, like, God forbid, uh, Puck or even, like, Sam had just played it on their guitar or something.
0: Sam could have done a good Jack Johnson.
2: Yeah, it just... That's why I didn't understand. I was like, why are we hearing the actual song?
0: Yeah, um, I'm going with All By Myself she has a great voice but it was kind of boring that's it okay
3: and it was it was basically the OG song yeah like I feel like to me I want to see them do a little bit of flair
0: yeah you want them to do what they do with Journey yeah Yeah. Um, what was your favorite song
3: oh what what was um I'm trying to remember. I was like looking up other songs. What? <laughs> go, go through the list again.
0: All by myself. I follow rivers. Bubble toes. Turning tables. Ain't no
2: way.
3: Oh, I, I follow rivers.
0: Gotina.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Gotina. Hannah, like
2: I am countering Cullen. I actually chose All by myself because it was the first one that came to my mind, <laughs> because we hadn't had gone through the list when I decided. And I'm going to stick with it. It's like a catchy song I can sing along to. And I think Sunshine does a really good job. Uh, I thought all the numbers were boring. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was, I mean, every song was like orchestra in the back.
2: Or Jack Johnson's record. One
3: person record. standing there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there was no. There was There's
2: no creativity was just... happening.
0: mm No. Just a black stage.
2: Like, who wants to go and just watch a bunch of ballads and then one guy yeah. dance around?
0: <laughs> no wonder
3: they're selling tickets. Well, then, what was the dude? Was that who's the dude with a um, bad haircut and leather jacket? The puck. high school puck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the John Hughes character. Like, let's be in every high school film. Like, he's he's like, oh, I sold four who did he sell those to? I didn't see those four people.
2: Right. Did they, did so they ask for refunds?
0: They are like, I don't want to listen to a substitute sing Adele.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, a breakup song, and then Finn's like, D- didn't get it.
0: <laughs> Alyssa- or Will. Will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa?
1: I'm going to go with All By Myself. I'm okay. here yeah. for a Sunshine Core song. Mm-hmm. She is pretty cool. Yeah. She has such a big voice coming out of such a tiny body.
2: Yeah. You've been asking about Sunshine Corazon quite a bit, and we keep telling you, you're like, we don't know which is going to show up. <laughs> she'll just pop up one day.
0: She
1: did. <laughs>
0: Today was that day. <laughs> and
2: you'll probably – we'll probably hear from her more because we're getting close to nationals, right? So she'll probably pop yeah. up more.
0: Uh, my favorite – I, I follow Rivers. Love Tina. It was a cool song. I wish we got to hear more of it. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sums up our episode today. Um, that's about it. Connor, do you have any social medias you'd like to plug?
3: Um, yeah. I am Twitter and Instagram. I'm puckstopconnor. And it's, I mean, right now, it's probably just a lot of bikes. <laughs> bikes and links generally a lot of links and resources to share. I'm in the Twin Cities, so we're in kind of the heart of the uprising right now. Mm. Um, so we're definitely sharing in like uh, trying to um, prop up a lot of local resources. So if you're looking to donate or looking to help areas uh, for uh, people in need, that's you can find it at uh, PuckstopConnor. And that's Connor with one N.
0: Cool.
1: PuckstopConnor?
0: Puck, stop,
3: Connor. he stops the puck. Yeah, it's an old... I used to play hockey.
1: You gotta spell that out.
3: Because p u c k s t o p c o n o r. Cool.
0: It's because he hates the character Puck. So he's like, Puck, stop. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Love Connor. (laughs) Um, Cool. Yeah, that'd be great. If you have lots of resources, we're definitely going to point people in that direction. Um, So we are at Gleeboot Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and then we're also GleebootPod.tumblr.com on Tumblr.
0: You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at your boy Ryan ninety nine, and you can follow me on YouTube at your boy Ryan. That is Y A B O I Ryan.
1: I don't feel like saying my social medias today, so all y'all listeners who want to follow me will have to wait till the next episode.
2: Ooh, stay tuned no, no, no. or go back. Power and- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these,
3: these are your demands.
2: She hated this episode so much. She's so <laughs> she can't even say her <laughs> own name.
1: My name is exhausting to spell. Yeah,
2: you, yeah, you do have a long name, but it's fun mm. to say with all the letters because you you say it so melodically.
1: Oh, thanks. It is my name, so I should know
2: how to say it. (laughs) Yeah, I would hope so. That'd be really embarrassing.
1: (laughs) Well, Brittany can't spell her name, so.
2: True. True. How many M's are there in the letter R? (laughs)
0: Uh, So tune in next week for the Born This Way episode. Connor, thanks so much for being on. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I had a lot of fun. Yay! Yay. Ta-da. <laughs> so see you next week, guys. Bye!
1: Bye! Bye!
0: Bye!